You're listening to the Soul Align Self-Care Podcast, and today we are going to be talking about how we are all connected and how we can be more intentional about that. Okay, let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Align Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello guys and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. My name is Tina Stinson and I am your host and today we're talking about how we are all connected and how we can be more intentional about this. This kind of came up this past week. I was reading one of my favorite books about herbalism and um, it's called Wild Remedies by Rosalie Delafore. I think I'm saying that correctly but I'm not really sure. Uh, it's a great beginner's book about herbalism. It's one of my first ones that I got really, really into. I, I think I read it right at the beginning of the, um, the pandemic. And there was a part where she's talking about having a sitting spot to observe nature. And this really like struck me um, really strongly, I guess I could say, because I've always have had a sitting spot. I didn't use it to observe plants, but because um, that's what she was talking about. Uh, but what I used it for was when I needed a break from like life or if I was really upset about something, I always went to my sitting spot. So when I was a kid, it was on the shore, like the North shore of Long Island at a pier on Cedar beach. So all my Long Islanders will know where Cedar beach is and which is like a rocky beach. So it wasn't like overly crowded. And there was like this pier where all the fishermen would fish off and I would just go sit there. And whenever I'm near like the ocean, it always makes me feel like, small like so and in a good way like you know the problems in my life are small and there's so much more out there that's how it always made me feel better and when I lived in upstate New York um like near Syracuse it was the shore of a lake and one of these town parks I used to go running at right and that was the closest thing I could get to water where I was it was kind of a bummer I could go to the Great Lakes but it wasn't like close you know what I mean so I could have went to like a beach on one of the Great Lakes, but I didn't want to drive that far. I wanted something closer. And now where I live, also in upstate New York, is it's right on my family's property. We have it all here. We have fields, we have woods, we have ponds, we have creeks, and like an abundance of wildlife. And we ha- I have this little spot where um, we made a garden for my mom and we sprinkled her ashes there. And we have like all these beautiful plants and there's a pretty rock wall and a little um, wooden bench and the creek is right there and it sits in the shade of this nice oak tree and it's just such a great spot. So that's my new sitting spot. So the author of the book goes on to talk about how to observe nature and watch how everything is connected and how all the plants and the, the bugs and the animals and you know everything all are connected how they serve each other and support one another another and they live this like this perfect little dance together right and so I went to my sitting spot and I started doing this and I was like you know this is really interesting because we are everything is connected and um 
so I, I was on this particular day, I was watching the birds with all their babies and there's so, we have so many birds this year. I don't know, like so many, so many birds and there's babies everywhere. I have to be careful when I walk my dog cause she'll just like snatch one of those up. Like it's a snack, right? So, which is horrible. It, it happens at least once a year and it's horrible, horrible. So all the mamas were, you know, flying around and there's babies everywhere learning how to fly. And then there was this crow that came along and I love the crows, but they do go after, I think they go after the eggs. I'm not really sure. So like all the bird mamas got together and they chased the crow away. So there's all these different types of birds, like chasing this one crow to get it away. So I found it really interesting that they all were like working together to protect their babies. And, um, also they always use what's available to them in nature to build their nests. And some of the things you find in the nest, like you'll find like a big wad of your dog's hair in one of their nests or something like that. So they use their, it's very, um, it's actually amazing, um, how they build their nests and how strategic they are. Like they'll use mud so it sticks against the wall and, you know, like they're very, industrious and you know what they use where they collect food for their families and stuff like that so it's very interesting to watch the whole uh the whole thing play out every spring and the more you watch the more you realize everything is all connected including us as humans you know and over many decades i believe that we've been programmed not to think of ourselves as connected communities but rather as individuals that need we like we need to protect ourselves and and take care of yourself only and Um, I believe that the disconnection hurts all of us. The more we work together as a community, the more that we feel safe and secure and happy and fulfilled as people. And we could all benefit from each other's, you know, talents and, um, you know, the things that we do that we're, you know, everybody's good at different things. The moment you separate yourself from someone and believe that you couldn't possibly be connected to like that person, you know, that's when you disconnect yourself from all the benefits of being a part of a community. And so, um, I believe it's really sad kind of how disconnected we all are. And I remember watching this, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was during like the banking crash and it was the, the one in Iceland and you know, where they fired everybody and sent them to jail. Like we didn't, but anyway, there was a lot of women in charge and somebody was interviewing, um, one of these women and she talked about how she would never want to live here because she would never treat her neighbors the way we treat each other. And I was like slightly insulted, but at the same time, I was almost like, yeah, you know, she's a hundred percent right. She's totally right. So it's, it's a, I believe it's, it's really sad. Like I said, how disconnected we are. And I also believe it's, it's a part of being human to be being connected. It's a human, it's like a basic human need to be like accepted by your community. Yet there's so many people toughing it out by themselves. They're struggling, they're lonely, they're scared, they're barely surviving. And this is how I felt when I was a single mom raising my kids. But instead of being supported supported by my community, I was judged by a lot of people. It was really like messed up. Um, a lot of the the people that lived right in this little neighborhood where I lived, they a lot of them wouldn't even talk to me anymore. And it wasn't like they were friends with my ex-husband or anything. Um, as a matter of fact, he was nobody really knew him. He wasn't around very much when I lived there. 
Um, so they all knew me, but it was because I was a single woman and they didn't want me near their husbands. Like I was some kind of, like I was going to snatch up their husbands. Meanwhile, the last thing I wanted was like another husband. Like I was done with husbands. I'm still done with husbands and it's been probably 10, 15 years that I've been divorced. So like it was really sad. I had a few, I had a little bit of support from people that were actually my friends, but, um, it's, it's really sad how, that people automatically judge you when you're a single mom, like you're like, you're this, like this mess of a person or something like that. So, um, that definitely needs to change. And how nice would it be? I, I saw the other day on, um, TikTok, this woman who was probably, I would say thirties, forties, and she was raising her kids. I, I'm guessing closer to 40 cause her kids were like teenagers and she's like, I'm, I'm done trying to find a partner, like a male partner to help me, um, you know, be a part of this clan. She's like, I mean, my best friend, who's also a single mom, we're moving in together and we're going to support each other. So there'll be more than one adult in the house. And I was like, you know, that's, uh, I think all the single moms out there should just do that. Just do that. Like, <laughs> uh, I would have loved to have another adult in the house that was equally invested in taking care of the kids that were in the household. It's just um, golden to have that other person. Even the things that you don't even realize that you would miss as a single parent, um, like just bouncing things off of other people, like uh, like when your kids get sick, you know, like, should I do this? Should I do that? Or, you know, when something, when you have to make a hard decision or a scary decision, just having that other person to go through that with you, it's not the same as talking to one of your like distant friends who's not really involved in the house. But when you have someone in the household with you making decisions and working together with you, it's just, it's a big difference. So anyway, moving on. Um, I survived, obviously. It was very, it was horrible, it was stressful, it was scary, but um, I survived and that was about it. I don't know about you, but I don't want to just survive in my life. I want to live and be happy. So um, I always talk about a different self-care practice every week when I come on to the podcast. And t- uh, this week I would like to challenge you to find your sitting spot and observe and observe until you can see it. Like, Like don't just sit there until you can see the connection because it's everywhere and you really have to like tune out of the craziness and the busyness of the world to be able to see this connection and then bring this observation into your daily life, right? Before you judge someone that, um, that, that, you know, know that we all have challenges and none of us know what the other person is dealing with. Try to think about why that person is the way they are. What circumstances might have brought them to where they are? Maybe they didn't weren't as lucky as you. Maybe they didn't have some of the benefits that you got to you you got in your life, right? And um, and then know that this can be you. Like that could easily have happened to you. And have compassion for the other humans on the planet, and do whatever you can to help. I believe the one thing that we all have in common is that we all want to feel good. Okay. We all want to be healthy, healthy, and we all want our families to be safe, secure, and happy. We just want to live our lives peacefully. Right. I feel like if you like 
get rid of everything else, all the judgment, all the politics, all, all that bullshit. And you just think what, what are basically what most human people need? That's what I believe. They want to feel safe, secure, happy, and they want to have peace. They want to live their, their lives peacefully. And I know so many people right now are so far from this. And I think the question to ask is what got them to that point? Like, and, and that's a topic that could go off in so many different directions because there's so many things that are crashing down so many systems right now in the world that are just like crashing down and failing pretty much every system that we have right now. And so I feel like if we can just come back to the, the very, the simplicity of, you know, um, observing how, everything is connected and everything affects the other person. You can't do something without it affecting other people somehow. And um, one, one of the times that this was really, really apparent was I was working with this, um, I was coaching, I was working as a coach for this young, well, he was younger than me, man. And he had a lot of like anger issues, like really bad anger issues. So I do a lot of work with like stress and anxiety. And, um, he had a lot of that also, and he had uh, family and kids and he had a very, um, distraught relationship with his, his children, um, who were some adults, some adult children. And, um, and I really helped him. I, we got, we got to a point where we got rid of the anxiety, we lessened the stress and we got rid of the anger. And this was huge. And on top of that, many health benefits, like lower blood pressure, loss of weight, like just a lot of benefits and the relate and set the setting boundaries and relationship mending of the family. And what, what I saw was, how it affected, how working with him, I never really think this way, but how working with someone has effect on all the people around them. And and in this case, it was a really positive effect on his entire family, his children, and, uh, you know, all the surrounding family members that were involved in the household, right? So that's, you know, that's an easy easy thing to see. What you don't see is how how you act and how it affects other people in your community, um, when you do something, like you don't always see how it affects everybody. So I would really, I would really be happy if you would consider finding your special spot, you know, your sitting spot. Even if you live in a city, you could find a spot. Like there's always a place where you could sit, you know? So find your spot and start observing and keep doing it until you notice the connection and then start to bring that into your life. You know, when you go into the coffee shop or the store or when you go to work, there's always like that cranky ass person who's got something to say. Um, And instead of just giving it right back to them, maybe giving them a smile or a kind word and seeing how that affects them because maybe they're just having a really crappy morning or something, you know. And so um, I would love for you to try that. I would love for you to give me some feedback and see how it has, what kind of effect it has on your life because it's really had such a positive effect on mine. It makes it so much more pleasant to go through your day-to-day life when you um, just like spread more kindness in the world. Okay, guys, I will see you next week on the Soul Align Self-Care Podcast. Actually, I was thinking about doing an extra 
um, like short version podcast on Wednesdays to start doing like journal prompts and mindset shifts. And so you might see that coming up. So that's probably maybe in July. Um, I'll start doing that in like mid July. I think I have a, a guest lined up for next month also. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. Okay guys, I'll see you next week.